God cares deeply about every human being. Learn how keeping the weekly Sabbath as He commands will improve your life. Next, on The Key of David with Gerald Flurry. Greetings, everyone. What is the purpose of God's Sabbath day? There's a lot of confusion in this world about that, and God places monumental importance on the Sabbath day. Now, there's a lot of confusion also about when that day is, whether it's Saturday or Sunday. Herbert Armstrong wrote really one of his greatest booklets on that subject, and it's profound, but it's entitled, Which Day Is the Christian Sabbath? And if you have any confusion in your mind, I'll tell you that booklet will remove that confusion and answer all of your questions about God's Sabbath day. And just take care of making everything very clear. And we'll offer that booklet at the end of this program so that uh, all of you can request a copy if you don't have it. And just remember that all of our literature is free. But first, we have to understand which day is the Christian Sabbath. And Mr. Armstrong explained it so well, we hope that if you don't have this booklet, you'll read it and study it, and I think you will be amazed at what is in your Bible about God's Sabbath day. And of course, all of our literature is free. I want to read to you a quote from a very high-ranking Christian leader recently, in recent years, just a few years ago. He said this, this is a quote, Is not every Christian obliged to sanctify Sunday and to abstain on that day from unnecessary servile work? Is not the observance of this law among the most prominent of our sacred duties? But you may read the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, and you will not find a single line authorizing the sanctification of Sunday. Well, not a single line? And that's true, what he says there. But this next line, well, part of it's not true. The Scriptures enforce the religious observance of Saturday, a day which we never sanctify. But can man sanctify a day? That means to set it apart for holy use. Can man make a a Sabbath day holy? Well. I'll show you what God has to say about that today, but there is not a single line authorizing the sanctification of Sunday in your Bible. He's right about that. It's actually one of the Ten Commandments. The Sabbath is one of the Ten Commandments, and Christ said in Matthew 4 and verse 4 that we ought to live by every word of God. Now, if we're a Christian, of course, we should be following Christ. But does this man really understand the purpose of God's Sabbath? What is it all about? You can look at Acts 18, verses 1 through 4, where Paul was working to teach the Jews and the Greeks and the Gentiles, and he was working six days, and every Sabbath he would go and preach to the congregation. Now, he was a hard worker. He didn't want to even talk to them about their tithes. He just wanted to make sure he didn't offend them. 
So every Sabbath he came and he taught and he preached to them and worked and made his own salary, his own money during the week. Luke 4 and verse 16 it says about Christ, as his custom was, went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day. That was his custom. He just went in the synagogue on the Sabbath day. Now, if you look at the word Sunday, you won't find it in the Bible. But it does talk about the first day of the week, and it does that eight times in the New Testament. And in our booklet that we'll offer you on which day is the Christian Sabbath, every one of those is covered in detail so that you can see exactly what it says about the Sabbath in the New Testament. If you look at Isaiah 58, verses 13 and 14, you'll see that God says that if you delight yourself in the Sabbath, you will ride upon the high places of the earth. Now, this is God speaking, saying, This is what will happen in your life. And God means that in a powerful way. And He backs it up and He supports it. Notice Mark 2 and verses 27 and 28. The Sabbath was made for man, and not man for the Sabbath. Therefore the Son of Man is Lord also of the Sabbath. The Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. It's His day. But He made it for man, not for Jews, as some people believe, but He made it for man, for mankind. So. If God made this for man, He doesn't tell you in this section of the Bible what is the purpose of the Sabbath. What is its purpose? Where do we find that? Well, we need to take a look at that as well, and we will shortly. God actually made a separate covenant about the Sabbath to make it perpetual and to make it personal. We talk about Mark 2 and verses 27 and 28 where he made the Sabbath, but what was the purpose of the Sabbath? He doesn't tell us in this section of the Bible, but he does make it very clear. See where that purpose is explained. Notice Exodus 31 and verse 12. It says this. And the Eternal spoke unto Moses, saying, Speak you, verse 13, also unto the children of Israel, saying, Verily my Sabbath you shall keep. For it is a sign between me and you throughout your generations, that you may know that I am the Eternal that does sanctify you. What about that? You mean this sign? There's a sign? There, that Sabbath is a sign that you may know that the true God is the Eternal of the Bible. And he says, that will sanctify you and set you apart where it identifies the true God. Now, that's quite a statement. The sign, it identifies God. If you hang up a sign and says, the Ford Motor Company, well, then it's about that company. That's what the sign is all about, telling you about the identity of that company. But it's also here, it's, see, the Sabbath is for the purpose of keeping mankind in the true worship 
with God. Now that may sound peculiar to some people, but why would uh, so many people know God, but do they really? It says in Revelation 12 and verse 9 that the whole world is deceived, and that's about the Sabbath day. And 2 Corinthians 4 and verse 4 says that Satan is the god of this world. I mean, there's just enormous deception. So we can't take anything for granted. We're going to have to get our truth from the Bible. Notice what Mr. Armstrong wrote in his booklet. God commanded His people to keep His Sabbath as a sign. It is a sign between God's people and God, a sign between me and you, God says. Is that personal? It's a sign between me and you, every one of you, that keep this Sabbath day. It is a badge or a token of identity. It says that you may know that I am the Lord that does sanctify you, that you will know that. And He'll set you apart for a holy purpose. And who can do that but God? Only God is holy until we let God live in us, and then we begin to build that holiness in us. But it, this, uh, you see, that sign identifies God and tells us what the purpose of the Sabbath is. This is, I think, some of the most inspiring truth in the Bible. But the great purpose of the Sabbath, first of all, it identifies God, but it also identifies the people of God. It identifies the people of God, if they keep it the way the Bible teaches us to keep it. That, now, again, God has set these people apart for a holy use. This is God speaking, and it's, for, it's a holy use that He's talking about. If you read Luke, Luke 6 and verse 46, it talks about, well, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say? Notice verse 17 of Exodus 31. In six days the Lord Christ made heaven and earth, and on the seventh day He rested and was refreshed. Since he was refreshed, well, he certainly wasn't tired and weary, because God doesn't get tired and weary, but he was refreshed. Well, now, why was he refreshed? Well, he rested to put his divine presence in that day. And it is in that day every week. That's what your Bible tells us. Mr. Armstrong wrote, He made the Sabbath on that day by resting, whereas He made all other things by working. Notice further, also, He blessed the seventh day and sanctified it. Sanctified it again means to set apart for a holy use, a holy purpose. Now, that is very, very important. It goes on in Exodus 20 and verse 11 to say, He hallowed the seventh day, He made it holy. But can men sanctify the Sabbath? Can they make it holy? Absolutely not. Men can't do that. That's what God is telling us here. It identifies God, and you get to know God, and you get to know the people of God. That's quite a statement. The sin, you see, is in profaning what God made holy. That's that's sin, God says. 
Thus saith the Lord. That's sin. <laughs> it makes that very clear in the Bible. God has never made any other weekly day holy. Man has no authority to make a day holy. You cannot keep a day holy unless God has first made it holy any more than you can keep cold water hot. <laughs> you can't do that. You can't keep cold water hot. It's cold unless it first been made hot. But God made that space of time holy, and His presence is in it. And it's not, that's not true of the other six days. God makes that very clear. See, the sign identifies the true God, and it identifies the true people of God, those that are loyal to God. It identifies the real people of God, and they're not deceived like the world is. If you look at uh, how God words this, He's just really making it very personal for us to say, this is between you and me. I mean, He came down to Mount Sinai and gave this Sabbath and the commandments, and just came face to face with Israel, about uh, two to three million people. He came face to face, and they were scared out of their skulls, just about, by all the thunder and lightning and the thunderous voice. And so they wanted Moses to speak to them. But he, he came down to make it a perpetual covenant that is forever, it says in verse 17. Forever. It is a sign between me and the children of Israel forever. And God was refreshed by that, looking at that Sabbath and what it, what, it, what it is all about. And I'll show you more about that in a moment. Why was He so inspired? Why was He so impressed by looking at the Sabbath as He rested, though He didn't need the rest? He, he loved to think about what this Sabbath was all about and what it's related to directly. If you look at Genesis 1, in verse 23, it talks about the fifth day, and then verse 25 talks about the beast being made after their own kind. But in verse 26, it said, Let us make man. Now, this is on the sixth day. Let us make man in our image after our likeness. We are like in God's likeness today, and he's make, He wants to make us into His character. It be perfect like He is perfect. And that's what he's doing spiritually with that true people of God. Now, the first fruits are called in the Bible. But let's go on down now to Genesis 2 and verse 1. Thus, the this is uh, talking about the seventh day of the, that creation week. He had just created man. Now, look what he does next. Thus, the heavens and the earth were finished, and all the host of them. And on the seventh day God ended His work which He had made, and He rested on the seventh day from all His work which He had done. And God blessed the seventh day, and sanctified it, and because that in it He had rested from His work which God created and made." That's the seventh day that God created the Sabbath. Uh, does that make it important? He created the Sabbath on the seventh day, the day after He created man. Is this important to man? 
The very next day after He created man, He created this Sabbath for the purpose of teaching man about the true God and teaching them how to become the real people of God, the true people of God. These are profound scriptures. And I'll tell you, if you could just take it from the Bible, it's one of the most inspiring truths that I have ever studied. It truly is. Again, Mark 2, verses 27 and 28, it says, uh, The Sabbath was made for man. You see, we, we have to keep that in mind. It, it has a maker. Who is the maker? Who made the Sabbath? Well, Ephesians uh, 3 and verse 9 says, God created all of this through His Son, Jesus Christ. But you see, again, the, the seventh day, only the seventh day, points back to creation. The creation of this uh, seven day week, and much of it is a recreation, but the man was created on the sixth day, and that wasn't uh, there before. <laughs> that creation wasn't. But did you know that creation is the proof of God? Creation is the proof of God's existence. And that's why God liked to look back, you see, and He was refreshed by what He was doing with man, recreating Himself in man. Now that refreshed God. If it refreshes God, it will refresh us as well. It will give us happiness and purpose in our lives. It is truly a remarkable vision that God gives us by looking back in this case. By looking back, you see, again, He took the only day which points every seventh day of the week, and it points to the existence of the almighty, powerful Creator, and it's proof of God's existence. If you put all this together, you'll see it clearly. And He says, if you properly keep that Sabbath, that's why He says, you will ride upon the high places of the earth. God makes that promise. He has to keep it. And He certainly does. He really does. But the seventh day of the week points back to creation. And that is the very proof of God's existence. It identifies the true God. And oh, how He has created man in His own likeness, regardless what people may say. But that's, that's proof that we need, and there's no other day that is a memorial and reminder of creation. That's the only day that reminds you every week of the creation and the Creator who created at that time man himself. And then, immediately after that, the next day, he created the Sabbath by resting and looking and being refreshed by that wonderful, wonderful truth about His plan to recreate Himself in man, to do what Lucifer failed to do. That is a great opportunity. It really did refresh God and inspire Him to look back on that time. And if you look at the Sabbath also, it is a type of the Millennium. You can see that in other scriptures. And so it has a vision in the future as well. You see this beautiful time, very soon coming, 
And I think you can prove it's less than a decade that He's going to be here, and you're going to see paradise in this world like you've never even imagined before. And the Sabbath points to that every week. How important is this day, would you say? If you think about that, God wants us to be happy and prosperous and to ride on the high places of the earth. He wants that to happen. See, we're talking about the original creation week. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about the creation of Adam and Eve and, and teaching them about and identifying the true God to them and trying to help give them every opportunity to be the true people of God because they obey God and His Sabbath and keep that Sabbath and, and do uh, some amazing things on that day. Notice again, did Jesus complete His creating on the sixth day? Does it say that on the seventh day He ceased to create? Not at all. Notice more carefully, on the seventh day God ended what? Not creating. He ended the work which He had made. There were a full seven days of creation, not six, seven. On the seventh day He made the Sabbath, but the Sabbath was made not by work, but by rest, and it was made for man. And it came, and it was created the very day after Adam and Eve were created. They had, they, they, God wanted them to understand the purpose of the Sabbath, and He made it the very next day. He created it the very next day after He created Adam and Eve. Is that important? Would you say that is really important? Well, that's, it's just mesmerizing in a way. It's, it's so monumentally wonderful. Mr. Armstrong also wrote this, Then why did God make this special everlasting Sabbath covenant with Israel, and not with Gentile nations? Simply because all Gentile nations had cut themselves off totally from God. All had gone into idolatry, they did not know the true God. Simply because God then gave them this called out people that was His nation, His right ways, and why? It was a light to the Gentiles. Israel hasn't done their job like they should, but it, God wanted them to be a light to the Gentiles and show them how blessed it was and how they would ride upon the high places of the earth if they would keep that Sabbath holy. Keep it holy. It, God made it holy. Can we keep it holy? Well, I'll tell you, we won't do it unless God leads us to do that. We'll never do it. Man just rebels against about everything. But I'll tell you this, God wanted us to proclaim this message to the world, but not only that, He wanted us to show the world how it works, how if you keep the Sabbath, you'll ride upon the high places of the earth, you'll be happy, you'll be prosperous, you can show the world as well as proclaim the message, you can show them how to do it and be that example to them. And that's what God's true church has to do today. That's what they're here for. Just think about uh, this. Is, is it just an ordinary occasion when God was on Mount Sinai and say, I'm saying, I'm talking to you, I'm giving you this, not Moses. This is from me, and I'm talking to you face to face. 
But then they wanted to talk to Moses after they were scared to death, <laughs> just about. But it wasn't Moses' voice that scared them. It was God's voice. God's voice. See, He wanted to give them this beautiful message, and He wanted them to proclaim it to the Gentiles and show them how to do this Sabbath the way it should be done. Until next week, this is Gerald Flurry. Goodbye, friends. God cares deeply about every human being. Learn how keeping the weekly Sabbath as He commands will improve your life. Does it make any difference which day we observe or whether we keep it? Does the Bible establish Sunday as the Lord's day? Was the Sabbath given for the Jewish people only while Christians are commanded to keep Sunday? To answer these questions and more, request our free booklet, Which Day is the Christian Sabbath? You'll discover the many proofs that the weekly Sabbath is still a commanded observance for every person on the planet to this day. The Sabbath is known as the Test Commandment because keeping it requires sacrifice and reprioritizing our lives. Most are unwilling to make the necessary lifestyle changes to properly observe the Sabbath, yet this is the key to unlocking the abundant life. All the blessings, abundance, contentment, peace, and joy you could ever imagine will result from this one simple act of obedience to God. Understand how God made the Sabbath day for our benefit. Learn how our mindset changes, vision strengthens, and hope soars when we start keeping the Sabbath. Uncover how Jesus Christ kept the Sabbath consistently and perfectly. Prove that the Sabbath isn't an invention of man, but a brilliant creation of the Almighty God. Also request our free booklet, God is a Family. By the power of the Holy Spirit, God created the seventh-day Sabbath through the Word, the Spirit being who later became Jesus Christ. This fact contradicts the popular teaching of the Trinity, that the Holy Spirit is a person on the same level as God and the Word. Study God as a family to understand how the Sabbath is vital to our relationship with God the Father. Learn how this day is connected to our part in God's family plan. All who want to enter God's family someday must become perfect at observing the Sabbath. All our literature is available free of charge, at no cost or obligation to you. Request Which Day is the Christian Sabbath and God is a Family. Order now. For the free literature, call toll-free 1-800-339-7629. For the free literature, call toll-free 1-800-339-7629. All our literature is available free of charge, at no cost or obligation to you. Request Which Day is the Christian Sabbath and God is a Family. Order now. For the free literature, call toll-free 1-800-339-7629. For the free literature, call toll-free 1-800-339-7629.
The preceding program was a paid presentation of the Key of David, brought to you by the Philadelphia Church of God.